What? Say what? Welcome to the latest edition of Robots Fries. <laughs> what episode are we on now? 138 or something. Something, something like that. Uh, um, yeah. 138, 139, something around that marker, I nice. believe. I like it. I like it. We're still going. We're still there. And we're still racking out episodes. Still wobbling our way through. Yeah. yeah. As we always do. That's the only way. How's your week been, Robbo? Um, a complete um, fuck up, really. Pray tell. Yeah. Well, just people, jobs not being ready for me to go to, and scaffolders not turning up, and ruining two days of work for me. You were telling me that like they were supposed to turn up to put in the scaffold so you could do your job, and they haven't. No. Therefore, you couldn't work, so you've yeah. lost two days' pay because they were said they were going to do it yesterday. And I kind of let them off because it was about 4,000 billion degrees and it was the afternoon. But then they said they'd be here at eight and I've been, I was calling them and calling them and calling them and nothing, nothing. I thought, you is know there what? anything so you I can just, do? I just text them saying, forget it. Is there, anything, is, is there anything you can do regarding loss of earnings then? No, not, I can't do anything towards that. What's because the company I'm called? Um, <laughs> do you know what? I think they're called, hang on. Do you um, sure you want to say? Yeah, you can see. Well, you Never. don't know the crap because well, they, well, well, they could be amazing. I looked at uh, well, I, I, they actually put themselves under a num- another name first, so I think I think there's something dodgy going on between them. Uh, you sure you should be talking about this on I a don't podcast? Care. Oh dear, they fucked me up. Fucked two days' pay up of me. True, I, I suppose. And uh, I looked at, I went and found them, um, and they got five stars for being reliable. And I thought, yeah, really? They may, it may have been it's bullshit. I don't know, mate. You don't bullshit. Oh well, it's done now. So, so you've had a day uh, doing something that you're not supposed to be doing, haven't you? Slabbing. Outside. Slabbing. <laughs> slabbing. We're slabbing. 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 Till slabbing. The break of dawn. Hope you like slabbing too. Nah, it was alright. It was good. To be fair, it's something different. But like you know, it's not what I do. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm a bit slower if you get me. Well, it's just because you've never done it before. I'm, you I'm, I'm f- I can physically do it, but I'm compared to someone who slabs all the time, they probably go, "Is that what you're done?" Yeah, well you know what I mean? It's, uh, well. So it's like we haven't got the Snipers episode to release yet. That is coming. Pull your finger out, Sean. Fuck's sakes. Yeah. You're still, is he still pissed. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you see the videos I put yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Did you get them all when I sent them yeah, to yeah, you? Yeah, Jack? Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen them videos of one of the drunkest men ever, do it. It's funny. And this is with like live podcast we were doing. It was uh, an extra one, wasn't it, I'd say? It was the Patreon. Yeah, we'd recorded the normal one, which is going to come out next week or whenever it does. And then there was like a page, a bonus one for the Snipers Patreon. I still so. think we should call it Demise of Jack. <laughs> Demise of, yeah, maybe. Because it was all happy and he was like, it was slurry, a, and then he was like asleep. It was like insane. 15, 20 minutes. He just went downhill <laughs> so quick. He had about 20 bottles of wine, didn't he? Probably, yeah. Top we, man. <laughs> But because Dude. of the time difference, it was like like midday here or something, wasn't it? Yeah. And we were like, what? We need to like somehow sync times, maybe meet up. We just need to go on a <sighs> trip over there. Yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? It would be cool. Like a couple of weeks apart. You can't really go to Australia for two weeks, though. It's a bit it's a bit too far. For two like weeks? A, well, yeah. I mean, What do you mean longer? You want longer, you mean? Like I think three weeks would be acceptable. Three months. Yeah, even that, longer. Forever. I'd l- would you live there? I'd love to so live there. Do you judge holiday timings on distance? So if it was like a to, yeah, a little bit, to the yeah. north of France, you go, oh, we can do a day. Yeah. But yeah. then if it's like Cyprus, you go, well, it's got to be at least five days. And yeah. if you go to Australia, well, it's got to be at least three weeks. Yeah. I think if you go like from here out to the Caribbean, you, you've got to go, you've got to go for more than a week. An eight ten days. Flight. Ten day one. Ten days is Is that fine. an ideal one for yeah. the Caribbean? Because after ten days, I find I get a little bit bored. 
Yeah, you want to go back to work, don't you? Not, not work. <laughs> There's only so much booze you can drink in, uh, in, in 10 days. It'd be a good life, though, wouldn't it, if you could just do that every day? Yeah, just sitting by the pool. Travel to another place and get... Oh, you mean travelling? Well, just, well, yeah, just like just imagine if you had all the money in the world and you could go to the Caribbean, then the Maldives, and just like sit there getting hammered and, and go, I don't know, I don't know, po- uh, fucking North Pole or something, yeah, and try like that out. You if know you I mean? were like a lottery winner, you could just do some really, really cool, interesting things constantly. Because you see, like, who was that? Mike, was it Mike? Was his name Michael Carroll, that, that lad who won? Yeah, but he, like, and spent it at the wall in about four minutes. Yeah, he just spent it on coke and cars and just yeah, and did, made it. Didn't he have like a, I don't know if this is true, the rumour, like he bought a load of Bentleys and then did like a dar- destruction derby yeah, with them yeah. or something. Yeah, he did, yeah. What a dick. Yeah. So you could you could do that or you could, you know, become more worldly and go and see the sights, eat basically, the foods, meet the people. Yeah, basically, if you win the lottery and you're a chav, don't go out and buy cars <laughs> and caravans and like s- smoke and drink like a motherfucker. Just go on holiday and do that and don't bother with the cars. Well, they say it wrecks people, doesn't it, having that amount of money? Well, I'll be pretty wrecked within about an hour of knowing that I won. No, I don't think you would. <laughs> I think, I think no. everybody would like, have a blowout and then calm down. Yeah, just yeah. go on a bender for a month and then just go, okay, I've done this, I've bought that, I've got the, I bought a Lamborghini that I'm never going to use and... Just kind of like go back to normal, but live it a free life. Depend, it depends how much. You, well, yeah. Well, a stress-free life. You can just go financially stress-free, I suppose. Well, you could just if you. I want to work, but you could just go. Do you know what? I'm. I don't want to do it today, or I don't want to do. I only want to do three-day week or a two-day week. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Play golf or whatever. I'm well, not a golf like big golf fan, but you I'm might just saying. Be. You know, what I mean, that was just the first thing which comes to my head. You might be. You don't know until you start playing. But that's the thing, because like people win. And then sit about doing nothing, which is, I mean, you don't have a purpose there. You don't have a goal. No, you're just, you're asking just to get wrecked all the time if you're just sitting <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, you are. You are. Because you just go, oh, fancy, well, I'll have a beer then. It's like if I have two weeks off work, that's all I do. <laughs> it's all I do, yeah. And I'm thinking, if I win the lottery, is this? But not really, no, you wouldn't. I think you'd, you'd, you know, you'd set up businesses, you'd do things that interest you. I'd buy you. loads of properties and I'd just do them up. That's what I'd do. Yeah, well, there you go, yeah. And then just rent them out and just have that as my portfolio. I'm happy then. And just go around fixing them when I need to. I just want to learn everything. I'd have a, like a phenomenal library. Be an astronaut. I'd just pay to go to space. Well, you could if you want like the Euro millions. Mm. Well, it's yeah. Like if it's 160 million quid. So, yeah, man. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Would you it? go to space if you won the lottery? Um. Well, yeah. I'd wait till it goes down in price. Though. Give it a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> once the space flights and, and, it's and like, like a new iPhone. Once, once fucking Richard Branson sorted out his shit. Oh, he's not going to do nothing. The space space flights would go from like two hundred and fifty thousand pound down to like ten grand. I think twenty. <laughs> I think it's like twenty million will get you to the or, or twenty twenty five million, thirty million will get you to the International Space Station with SpaceX. Oh right. I wonder how much it'd be to get to the moon. Uh, a lot more. Mexico probably about twenty five quid. <laughs> a couple of hundred million, I think. Because that, that Japanese fella, the one who's got like the Japanese version of Amazon, billionaire type dude. Yeah. He's he's um apparently done that. He's bought the the uh the Star Hopper, I think. No, no, the Starship, the Elon Musk, whatever it's fucking called. And he's doing a um orbital flight of the moon in twenty twenty four. Right, okay. It's called the Dear Moon Project and he's got he's taking seven people with him. Right. Um and he's not taking scientists, he's taking like artists, poets, people that oh, right. interpret so the experience different to how it's been. Like the military guys. Are they going, taking any mechanics or any actual pilots? <laughs> nah, I don't need that shit. <laughs> so no, so that he'll fly itself. Apparently. Yeah, we'll see. 
It makes it does make you think. You don't need a pilot; it's going to fly itself. Are you sure though? If you're Elon Musk, you'd be offering it to your rivals, wouldn't you? Like, uh, like the, you go, Jeff you want to go? Yeah, don't worry, I'll, get, I'll do it cheap, and then just go, just go. Yeah, it self flies. Just set it off and go. There's no one there to sort it. <laughs> Bye. You're in trouble. And take all this stuff. I'd like to think I could do that. I'd like to think because everyone says, yeah, yeah, I've, I'd, I'll fly to space in a heartbeat. I'd, I'd go around the moon. I'd do what, but that's mad terrifying, isn't it? Yeah, it's. You mad. think you'd freak out? Like have a panic attack or something on the way to the moon. Jesus um, Christ! I don't know if it, if it's been happen if it starts happening regularly. I don't think you would. Um, obviously, it would be amazing. Obviously, what I mean, but I mean, hundred years down the line, it probably be yeah. quite a regular thing. You know, what I mean, you probably still cost a lot, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I imagine the rich people would be doing it regularly, like a, like a like um uh, what do you call it, like um a mega bus, but for <laughs> the moon. <laughs> yeah. Going around the moon and back. A megabus A megabus tour. And you can have that fat fellow who points on it. Who's that? That's the, the megabus man. He points. I hate him. He scares me. Oh, yeah, He looks like a pig yeah, and, a, and a man. But he's that. always pointing. He's got that pervy, like, paedophile smile. Is like that? that fat controller. Yeah, yeah. And it, it frightens me. Whenever I'm driving on the motorways, I always see him. And he's always pointing at me. <laughs> so it freaks me out all the time. I'd like to do it. I'd like to fly to the moon. I'd like to do that. But I don't know whether... Would I be cut out for it? Would I panic? I mean, it's like... I don't reckon you would. If you think about... Well, you don't think I'd panic or freak out? I don't reckon you would, no. I've never had real panic attacks or anything like that. So I've got no reason to suspect that I would. But flying, you know, in space between the Earth and the Moon could be quite intimidating. And like, if you think about going, to say, to the bottom of the ocean in a submarine... Yeah, yeah. You you know, you look out the window and that's... If that goes wrong, you're dead. Mm. It's sort of the same thing, isn't it? No one's going to help you. Yeah. But I think you you start to rely on the people, the the professionals who've done it. You know what I mean? The submarines. It's not like Paddy Paddy from like down the road. He's got a few beers. We we ain't got um someone to sort out the uh you know submarine today. So we have got Paddy. He's had a few beers. He'll be all right though. Have you driven one of these? No, it's like a car though. <laughs> and then um, you go no. That's when you panic. Oh, yeah. That's when you go shit. I'm gonna die here because he's just gonna like plummet it into the ground and I'm going to die in big ball of flames underwater. <laughs> I think like, yeah. <laughs> I think like the, the the ocean is more intimidating in some respects. I think so. Going think down is, is worse than going up. <laughs> now, what? Here's, here's a question. If uh, if you could be put to the bottom of the ocean and then into space, right, and then all of a sudden your craft or vehicle goes and disappears... What are you going to die quicker from, the sea or the space? I think you. If you're at the die. bottom of the sea yeah, and you're ocean. into space, well, I saw something on a, on the documentary that said that you'd have about if you were exposed to the vacuum of space, you'd have about ten to fifteen seconds of usable consciousness before, you know, you, you fade away and then you're dead. I think at the ocean, it, it, I, I don't think the it'd be rapid, a nice the rapid implosion would would end you quite quickly. Yeah. Which is mad. You'd live longer in, s- in the vacuum of space than you would at the bottom of the sea, if exposed to it immediately. That's yeah. mad. That is mad. But it's pressure, isn't it? But also, it's like the opposite. It's like a pressure, and then space is like taking things away. It's like vacuum, yeah, yeah. It's like the, the reverse pressure. It's just taking everything out of you instead of trying to force everything like just on you. you. <laughs> makes your blood boil. Ah! Be painful, wouldn't it? 50, Fifteen seconds of consciousness. Uh, well, and of, then of, of like melting, basically, of like like. Well, it depends like if you're in the shade. You could be freezing. 
Yeah, but you're still going to boil up still, aren't you? Because yeah. it's, oxygen's gone and it's, that's just the reaction to it, isn't it? I wonder it? what it would feel Shit's like. Shit's going to be coming out your eyes and out your nose and out your ears and out your ass and out the end of your japs eye and, <coughs> you know, everywhere. You're just going to be going... It's going to make orifices to come out of... Yeah, it's just going to come out everywhere. We've been rattling on for 12 minutes here about God knows what. About, about dying in space and underwater, obviously. So we had quite a few people sharing our post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, do we... Do the winner at the end like we did last time. I think so. So uh, what's happened? Like there was fourteen people shared the the Facebook page, the comment, the episode thing, whatever, whatever it's called. You know what I mean, people. Um, but you've got your privacy settings on high, or some of you have. So out of them fourteen people, there was only four names, and three of those people had already won. So I've had to. Someone's won by default almost here. If you don't want to change your privacy settings to make your name visible, just drop us a DM and say that you've done it. Yeah, because then we we'll put you in the hat. Otherwise, we can't tell. We're blind. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. Just yeah, just you know, send your bank details as well, um, and obviously we'll take all your money at the same time. We've got to do a few shout outs. Okay. I forgot about them as well. Ashley Lee. Ashley Lee. Mm. She's a ninja. I think it's a bloke. He's a ninja. <laughs> Ray How. Ray How. He sounds like um, a logger to me. Like. Um, like a what do you call them? The ones who cut down trees, like a lumberjack. Yeah, Ray Howe, the lumberjack. Ray Saunders. Ray Saunders is his mate who helps cut down trees. Rick Waring. Rick Waring. Yeah, he sounds like um a prankster. Someone who goes right, you know, like um kind of like jackass. Oh yeah, he sounds, yeah. He sounds like a, a character from that. Yeah, it's a lot of R's here. Ram Gamji. Ram Gamji. Um, I'm gonna say Indian shaman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sam Spencer. Sam Spencer. Um, he is brother to Frank Spencer, who's a uh, calamity. He always <laughs> yeah. falls over and hurts himself. Anthony, I think it's Elu, Elul. I might have wrote it down wrong. Um, he's a, he is um, Anthony. He's someone that I can't get the name right. We'll just have that. Yeah, we'll, we'll give us a bollocking for it next week. Yeah, he's a name interpreter. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, Whatever con- that means. Congratulations to Lauren Cowling and Miles Chapman for getting married on the 10th of August. Hurrah! And he reckons he's got a life sentence there. Yeah. I said I wasn't going to say that, but he yeah. told me to. I think I think um, it's more than a life sentence. Yeah, it is. It's forever, that is, mate. It's like a life sentence with weights on your shoulder. <laughs> Extra. <laughs> and on that note, I'm only messing. I don't think he is. Or am I? Oh, uh, let's go on with the episode. <laughs> So what do you know about the Bermuda Triangle? It's um, a sea, basically. <laughs> that's about it, and shit goes mental there. It's like a, a mist of confusion. That's how I see it. Okay, yeah. And like, so, so you've not, other than, you know, what you've heard through just like random TV programs or whatever, that's just the perception of it. It's yeah, shit yeah. Shit goes missing. Yeah, shit goes weird and people like go missing and stuff. Any idea why? Because they're fuckwits. Because <laughs> they're fuckwits. <laughs> and I think you're probably right. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. I think you've pretty much got it's it just bang a on. a mental place where fuckwits go. Well, we'll right. go through it now. I'm glad you don't know. So the Bermuda Triangle, sometimes called the Devil's Triangle, yeah. 
or the hoodoo is sim. it actually a triangle space or is it just a sort of its size varies depending on the source who you uh, where you get it from it's anywhere between half a million square miles to 1.5 million square miles okay and it's from um from miami out to bermuda and down to puerto rico mm-hmm. okay but some accounts say that it actually str- uh, like stretches across to the uh, to the west coast of ireland so it's like do you mean the ocean then yeah, it's just the whole ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not on the maps. It's not like an uh, official place. Its uh, its name was coined by mar- like sailors uh, because like, apparently shitloads of planes and boats and stuff would, would vanish in the area without a trace, never to be seen again. Yeah. And its history goes back hundreds of years, but the first reference of it actually being called the Bermuda Triangle was in a magazine called the Argosy magazine in 1964 mm-hmm. and that's like after like uh, crews re- like radioing in for help reporting crazy electromagnetic anomalies that mess with navigation systems and bizarre weather patterns appearing like you know weird fogs and mists and mm-hmm. shit that sort of sounds like stuff that happens over the ocean to me though yeah yeah that's, if you kind of lose that lose that shit and you lose control of shit you're fucked anyway so so I thought we'd have a look at this. It's slightly different to what we've what we usually do, but whatever, man. Mm-hmm. At least it's not murder. Yeah, it's a bit different, but there's still some sort of different. Well, can, can you class it as murder? There'll be death in it. I'm sure someone's Accident, misadventure, yeah. death. Yeah, I'm sure someone's been dispatched and had it blamed on the Bermuda Triangle. How would you actually? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. It's a good, probably a good place to murder people. I did a bad murder, <laughs> <laughs> but um, if. They go missing and die. What? What is it classed as? Just a misadventure or, or yeah, just an accident gone. or what? Yeah, just lost, lost at sea. Cause lost. of death unknown, presumed dead, lost. Lass, lost Lo- at sea, lost yeah, just, out just, to sea. Just gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first thing I thought we'd address is is this is the um, the area of the ocean where the Bermuda Triangle is situated. It's got some of the most heavily used shipping lanes in the world. Mm-hmm. So that's Quite important to consider. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it gets used. It's it's like a, a really busy road. Yeah, load. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, loads of uh, boats heading for ports in America, South America, Europe, Caribbean islands. There's lots of cruise ships travelling through, as well as a shitload of small private aircraft which hop between the islands. Mm-hmm. And private aircraft are not subject to the same rules and regulations as commercial airliners, and they make up quite a large amount of the missing. Aircraft. So it's like having a dodgy banger car and going and going. The tires a bit <laughs> dodgy, but we'll be all right. And then not coming back. Well, I'm crashing into a tree and dying. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it seems like. I mean, I, can't, I mean, I'm sure commercial jets have gone down, but there's nowhere near. I mean, it's it's all small planes. Yeah. Pretty mm. much, and like military planes, or you know, with fifty people on board. There's not been any sort, you know, three hundred people passenger airline. Yeah. It's just fucking blipping off the radar. Even though that does happen, like the Malaysian one. Yeah, apparently, I found these figures. I'm not sure how reliable they are, but in the past hundred years, around a thousand people, twenty planes, and fifty ships have disappeared. In the last five hundred years, they reckon a thousand ships have vanished, which doesn't sound that bad. Actually, no. that's two a year in possibly one and a half million square miles of ocean. Yeah, that sounds right. Actually, it does, doesn't it? They have reasonable odds. Yeah, yeah. I'd say I'd say it's well, it's better than driving down the road. Yeah, it is. And there's less and there's less probably uh, 
people in, in the long term yep. for the for the square footage of the of the road <laughs> and yeah. space. Yeah. So I think it, like an explosion of ocean traffic in the modern era yeah. contributes to a lot of this uh, to making the numbers look high. And obviously records of boat and aircraft disappearances have been kept obviously around the world, which allows us to make a comparison. Mm-hmm. And the numbers of boats and planes that do disappear in the Bermuda Triangle is not statistically any higher than anywhere else in the world. The frequency is exactly the same when compared to other heavily used shipping lanes or areas of the sea. Oh, so it's, it's just a stupid thing that someone's made up and well, just said, oh, my God. Yeah, well, a good indicator I came across is insurance companies. Oh, right, okay. Because you'd think, like, obviously boats, planes, they're valuable. Like a cargo boat, which is worth, I don't know, let's say 10 million quid, transporting 5,000 tonnes of cargo. If that goes down... You could, someone's going to want to get their money back, aren't they? Yeah. So it's going to be insured. And um, insurance companies love to hike up their premiums whenever they can. Ah, so it's an excuse for the area being bad. So it's a, it's a, um, it's, it's a God thing. Well, no, because no. they don't increase the premiums. Okay. You would think that they would. Yeah, yeah. If they think, oh, all these fucking idiots believe in this Bermuda. Yes, you're in the Bermuda Triangle. No, no. They, they, they cannot justify it. Statistically, they've done the numbers. It's yeah. exactly the same as everywhere else. Yeah. So on a closer look, you go, okay, all right. So what's going on then? There's no there's no statistics that say there's an increase. So what's what's occurring? Yeah. What do you reckon, Rob? What's, what, what's your hunch here? Just tall tails being blown out of proportion. Yeah, well, clearly, because if it's basically the same there that it would be anywhere else, if not less, then then it's just a I don't know. Someone's made a story up because someone they've known died or something, and uh, they're just saying that this and there's some crazy shit going on. So we're going to call it the the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> I think the area itself does have a higher frequency because it is a shipping area there's a lot of but statistically nothing is different yeah so i did a, on a closer look the um the topography of the of the ocean floor in the in the bermuda triangle that sort yeah. of region even though it's massive but it's it's immensely varied it's it's constantly changing you know with with sandbars moving about due to currents from the gulf stream yeah there's reefs and and savage currents pushing boats off course into submerged objects water spouts leaping out of the water which sound fucking brilliant yeah sounds awesome it's a challenging area to navigate, apparently. Even, like, the best pilots or, or captains, they struggle. It's dangerous as fuck. And, like, with the advent of, of GPS and radar, the numbers of vessels going missing has dropped for obvious reasons. Yes, obviously. And, like, you could kind of, like, before technology came into, you know, to, to, to aid these people, If you, it's like, I, I suppose, like, I don't know if it's a good analogy, but if you imagine... Like roads, the directions of roads changing every time you go out in your car. Like holes appeared, trees fell, or like they randomly changed locations from day to day. Sharp corners appeared. Yeah, that's kind of the shit that the the captains of these boats have to sort of navigate through. Because yeah. shit's changing all the fucking time, and then they wonder why boats go down. Yeah, mm. do you see what I mean? It's like yeah. it's it's easy. I wouldn't say it's easily explainable, but that's got you've got to bear that in mind, surely. Yeah. And as for the plains, as we said, hurricanes form out there. Uh, dense fogs descend. Like cloud cover rapidly changes. There's mad strong winds. Shit's, shit's mad dangerous out over the ocean, especially mm. for, for well, yeah, small it's, planes. It's, it's carnage from, isn't it? You just don't go out on a private jet. Well, that footballer knew about that. Well, he didn't because he's dead now. But he, he done that, didn't he? And died. Yeah. That, that, um, 
what's his face? The Argentinian player. I can't remember his name. Sal- Salas? Something like that. Salah. Know. I'm not a football fan. No, but he, he did a bad choice there, didn't they? Yeah. Because the yeah. pilot wasn't even qualified to fly at night, apparently. Really? Probably trying to save a tenner or something, but, you know. See what I mean, man? No, I mean, like, if you ever win the lottery, don't fly on a private jet. No. Fly first just, class. Just go, go first class on a normal fucking plane. Simple as. Yeah. It's bad, man. Hmm? Ends up di- you end up ditching in the seat, never to be found. Bermuda Triangle, and like a lot of people like to point out that whatever happens in the Bermuda, like whether it's a boat, whether it's an aeroplane, it's vanished without a trace. How can you explain it? Can't be found. So loads of things go fucking missing in the over the sea. Like, well, they didn't find him for about a week or two, didn't they? You yeah. know what I mean? And that was lucky they found him. Yeah, the ocean's massive, man. Yeah, loads of things. That's bullshit. Yeah. You see, th- <laughs> these like, vehicles are made of metal and yeah, metal yeah. sinks. Yeah, things, you know, and it's a vast, massive space and the chances of you finding it are very slim. Well, it's going to sink to the bottom. I mean, wreckage sometimes is, is found, but usually in, in the stories that you read, nothing is ever found. The Bermuda Triangle, I think, is on average something like 19,000 feet deep. That's where the ocean is, the ocean floor. Um, I think the Puerto Rico Trench goes something down, something like 27,500 foot Right. Like, it's good luck finding anyone if they I mean there's no point even bothering if, you know if, if you were 27,000 feet away from a person or, or a car yeah. on land you probably wouldn't even see it where was the last time you saw them they were just there hmm I don't think uh, I don't think it's even point any point looking for them we we'll yeah. just say they're dead yeah that's what I'd do and where they hit the water is not where you're going to find the wreckage because the wa- the ocean's moving yeah, around. Yeah, oh God, it would drag miles, miles, yeah. hundreds of miles away you can do, can't it, sometimes? Yeah. So so that's the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So with all that being said, yes. some, some weird shit does occur. Yeah. Um, but I suppose you could we could probably call this, this episode... The mystic. Weird stuff that's... Anomalies that have happened... In the area of the Caribbean, <laughs> but okay. it doesn't have the same ring to it as okay. yeah, yeah. Bermuda Triangle, right? And some of the explanations for what are going on in in these cases mm-hmm. are fucking crazy. Obviously, you've got disorientation, human error, which make up probably ninety nine point nine percent of everything. Mm. And then you have, um, you know, I mean, some say it's a far out uh, explanation, like the, the crystals that power the lost city of Atlantis interfering with navigation. What you've, the fuck? <laughs> Aliens, obviously, they're going to obviously get involved. Obviously, yeah, yeah. And time travel and interdimensional rifts. Time travel, (laughs) obviously, that makes sense. I picked some explainable cases that we can go through, and I've also got some, you know, what the actual fuck ones for uh, for good measure. Yeah, and we might as well head back to, I think, probably the earliest recorded account of weird things going on in the uh, in the area and I don't actually think this is weird at all okay but we'll go through it anyway um it's happened on the 11th of October 1492 1492 yeah. Arr! I yeah. don't know why I did yeah. that <laughs> well you're right there's pirates around it's just before Chris Columbus discovered in inverted commas America yeah yeah Appar- not not the people who lived there. Yeah, or the Vikings that were apparently up in um, Nova Scotia and Canada yeah, travelled yeah. down. Yeah, been there ages way before, yeah. But I'm whatever, man. Okay, yeah. Whatever. That's what the books <laughs> say. We'll go with that. <laughs> so it's crew members of the Santa Maria. They recorded a sh- like a, a strange sighting in, in the ship's log. But in my opinion, I don't think it's actually that strange when you, you go through 
what they what they said. Do you, do you mean like in like the person shit in the toilet? That's it. Yeah, the shit. The yeah, log they, they, in they the toilet. They scribe it into the log and then flush it so it goes yeah. out to sea. It was a, it's, a, like a, a, it's like a message in a bottle. Was it? Was it just a runny one? Did someone go? Oh, that doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. Some some shit going on there. <laughs> so that's the thing, right? A lot of these tales sound really crazy. I mean, they're, they're mad when you read them on the internet. I think that's mainly because, like, if you're Googling Bermuda Triangle paranormal mystery, I mean, what what do you expect you're going to find? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's clearly, it's, it's like, it's just typing in the conspiracy of yeah whatever, and there'll be something which is either blown out of proportion or has a chance of being real, but, you know what I mean, it's, it's just... Clearly, Bermuda Triangle's just got that written all over it. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, may yeah. as well just write conspiracy. Yes, and it, but if you look a little bit closer, there's it's it seems that most of this shit can be explained. I, I would say all of it, but obviously I've not looked into every single case. There's fucking hundreds, but the ones I did look at, I was I was thinking of ones to include, and I, I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to put that in. That's just that's just a fucking crashed plane. Yeah, yeah. That's a sank boat or what? It, you know. So we got a couple. Okay. So whatever this was, whatever the thing they saw in the Santa Maria, they they spotted it at night and they described what they thought was a small candle, like wax candle type light that was rising up and 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 coming down in out. the water. Well, it was on the horizon. They okay. reckon the sun, um, which no, it was dark, right, uh, okay. which is about about thirty five mile away. Now they thought it was initially an indication of land, but because it was dark, they couldn't be sure yeah and they didn't route the boats to the direction because i mean fucking hell it's 1492 yeah. if you're not sure you might go wildly off course and be hit a sandbar yeah yeah exactly navigation's hard in the day let alone at night in 1492 yeah 1492 so, so it's probably just a light on the land and now the location of the sighting when it was recorded in the ship's log indicates they were probably observing some lights on San Salvador Island, which they didn't even know existed at the time. Right. So there's a bit of mystery there. What is it? Salvador Island. It's probably just some dude on, like having a fag on an island. Yeah, just, yeah, fucking, yeah. A on a beach. Cigarette, by the way. Yeah, not a gay boy. <laughs> but <laughs> 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 Sorry. Columbus also wrote uh, in his logs... There exists the possibility of never leaving this legendary sea. My compass acts strangely, and the sea seems to have an ability to draw things from all over, drawing things from all over the Atlantic Ocean. It's like a catch basin. Now, that statement, I suppose, the I won't say the conspiracy people, but the people that are, are really wanting to believe, they hang on to that. Okay. Hang on, his compass is going mad, and the sea's drawing stuff in. It sounds cryptic, but I think he's. Like he's referring to the currents okay. and the moving sandbars. Just, yeah, everything's just fucking mental because because obviously it's, it must have a mental currents and st- stuff. Obviously, because it it does. It's it's such a weird. Well, it's not a weird position, but it's kind of channeling. It What's starts the, to channel, doesn't it? The ocean floor comes up, goes down. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of small islands. Mm. Yeah, it forces the channels different like um, speeds of water and the currents and the yeah, water, doesn't it? rapidly changes. Mm. Like the compass comment, because he said that like, my compass is all fucked up and acting weird. Mm. Um, well, there's a true north bearing and a magnetic north bearing, which compasses follow. But because of the crazy, weird nature of the Earth's magnetic field, there's apparently two places on Earth where a compass needle will point true north. So you can get... It, they'll both, both point the same direction, essentially, yeah. but they converge... And uh, we're going to cover the other place in a bit. And if you don't, it's called compass variation. 
and uh, it, that can occur apparently in certain areas of the Bermuda Triangle, okay. which also goes a long way into explaining why a lot of vessels get lost. Because, it, well, I suppose it makes sense because, especially more back in the day, I suppose, because if they're following the compass, they will li- literally follow it. You know what I mean? It's not like today we got sat and have some people talking to you on like another, like fucking on the radio going, Dave, you're going the wrong way. And then Gary's like trying to jump in the sea and you're going, Gary, just die. Well, you know, like that, the uh, modern day technology is absolutely brilliant, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it, it's very precise. But you still need, like, you can't just go out there and rely on it. Because if it fails, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah. You know, they took... um. They took a sextant when they travelled to the moon, second moon or third moon reference to uh, to like plot locations. They literally took the shit that the sailors used to another world to navigate. It's probably the... It sounds silly, but it's probably better, isn't it? Because it's less interference of shit. Well, that's what... Wh- that's Even what though it's getting interfered, but yeah. That's what they were worried about. They mm. were like, if, if, the, if we have like some crazy mad issue with the computers and shit shuts down, we're fucked. Yeah. Get back, get back to the old pen and paper and compass and following the stars. And the slide rule, yeah. That's, that's what it. I'd do. Just go, look at that star. Go that way. Well, they reckon... It and then it moves, because obviously your mo- the planet's moving and you end up going <laughs> around in circles. Well, they reckon there were so many stars that they couldn't... like Because you're meant to have like a, a specific star that you, you use as your, your reference point and then you move. As you move, you measure your angle in relation yeah, yeah. to that star. But there were so many they couldn't find their target star because it was so well, bright. Yeah. But when you oh, think, ab- yeah, when you think about it as well, obviously, from what we see over here, as in England, it depends on where you live. You look at them, you see the stars, but there's so many lights around. You only see the strong, prominent stars, so to speak. Yeah. And then you go to, well, I went to, um, uh, where did I go? Somewhere up north, um, and there was. Like fuck all around, and you could see like the fucking like colours of the Milky Way and stuff. It was fucking mental. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was like, where was I? I'm trying to remember where the fuck I was. I but saw it in Cornwall when I'm down early this year. I always, I always check if I'm wherever I'm going. Fucking well, get, I, I don't know. Man. I just, I just like it. I take, I take um astronomical binoculars when I go on holiday every yeah. single time because I'm like, I look on on wherever I'm going and go, okay, what's it? Because it's like um dark sky site maps that you can see like light pollution in relation to where you're going I'm like yeah. fucking hell it's dark as fuck there but take the binoculars and I love it yeah yeah it's great I, I, w- I wish I'd, I took like binoculars or um, like some sort of telescope down but I didn't know what I was going to I, you know, it could have been a city but it wasn't it was like middle of nowhere it was like one house in about 50,000 miles nearest pub was 8 miles away what I know I think that must be the longest distance in the UK that the pub's not there that's a walkable distance though yeah, yeah. It is, I mean, eight miles. You'd have it to is, like but not if you can't see a fucking thing and you don't know where you are. Oh, that's how... Yeah, that's the thing. It's so dark, isn't it? You can't even see your hand in front of your face. No. There's yeah. people that live out in, like, the sticks listening to this going, yeah, and... Yeah. Well, we do this every day. Yeah, for whatever. A, for a city folk. <laughs> <laughs> So far, my drawing is a triangle, obviously. It's the Bermuda Triangle. 
I have a boat, obviously, which is from 1492, with a light in the distance. Nothing much going on there, but just a light, you know, just a crazy light. Put Atlantis in the middle. Absolutely, Atlantis is the reason. Yeah, that's, that's why it's there, you know what I mean? It's, it's That's the only reason why it's there, because it's causing all the shit. <laughs> Compass, which is fucked, and I'm drawing Christopher Columbus, who looks like some sort of, a, like, 1600s fucking lord. It's a bit like a porn star, actually. It does, actually. A set all 70s porn star. Because Rob's drawing... Because the social... Like, the, the people that share our uh, the episode on, on Facebook, everyone... You're winning the Rob's amazing art pieces, yeah, but you're yeah. drawing it every week with, like, a fine tip... That's like, why it's a scribbles most yeah, of the time, because yeah. otherwise it'll be there forever. We need to get, like, some better shit. I think. <laughs> yeah. I think we need to. So we're going to the next account now. This is fucking weird, this next one. Okay. It's um, it's far more esoteric than the, uh, the the Columbus spotting a candle on an island and not knowing that it was an island. Yeah. It comes from a fella called Bruce Gurnham, and he might be the only person ever to have survived an interaction with electronic fog. Electronic fog? Yeah, which is thought to be... What, I don't know whether it's thought to be one of the leading causes of planes going down, but it, I don't... Let's just let you'll have to make Ele- up your own mind. Electronic fog. I'm trying to work out what that does it mean like like a lightning storm but a fog? N- not really. It's not what you think it is. And I don't really know. It's not a donkey, is it? It's a it's a donkey, yeah. <laughs> How did you know? Electronic fog in the shape of a donkey. Yeah. Apparently ninety percent of the aircraft that have vanished in the Bermuda Triangle, mm-hmm. they all tend to be around Florida and all in very similar weather systems. Okay. So we've got a pattern sort of emerging there. Mm. They all go there, and it all tends to be like this. It's more specifically, they go in, they disappear between high and low pressure weather systems. Yeah. And these area of pressures apparently create the, you know, massive tropical storms, thunder and lightning. And because of the heat and the moisture moving about in the ocean and going up into the air, huge, massive amounts of potential electric charge is generated in the clouds, okay. which ionizes the air in the process. Now, that sounds reasonable to me because that's what happens. Yeah. Now, here's the science part. And obviously, I'm not a meteorologist, so you'll have to bear with okay. me. Okay, I'm listening. From what I can tell, mm-hmm. the storm's immense energy can literally break air molecules apart, splitting them up into positive and negative ions. Okay. Now, the negatively charged ions are attracted to the metal aircraft flying through them, and that's what mashes up the, you know, the, the navigational instruments and you know, f- disorientates people. Okay. Essentially, these these um these I suppose yeah negatively charged cr- clouds or fogs. They form very densely around the aircraft, hindering your visibility from inside. Okay. And if, if you combine that with, so you got you can't see out the windows or very little visibility. If you combine that with a malfunctioning compass, you're fucked, son. Yes, 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 yes. Now yes. they've shown this effect in labs. They can reproduce it, but obviously they can't do it over the ocean on such a massive scale. Okay. So you kind of like have to. You can't really as a. Will it scale up to be to have the same results? I don't know, but they can prove that it does. It, this this effect is real. So as well as causing instrument malfunctions, it seems that electronic fog can also bend space and time. What the <laughs> fuck? I love this account. It's fucking crazy. So so it's like a it's like a time traveling fog machine which you yes. can't control. Yeah 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 yeah. Oh, it's, I like it. I is, like it already. Yeah yeah. yeah. That's why I think you've got to put this one on your. Uh, on your drawing. I've already done Bruce. I've already. He looks like a redneck to me. I've. I've. I just saw. <laughs> it. He's got dungarees on. That's what I'm going for. I'm going for the dungaree look. So something 
very odd did happen to them. Radar data seems to back up this account. Yeah, I say seems. I don't fucking know. This is what you can read. Yeah, um, this is happening. It happened in the nineteen in nineteen seventy. So Bruce Gurney was flying with his dad and uh, another dude. Yeah, in a in a single engined private aircraft, as you do, uh, an altitude of about ten thousand feet. Mm-hmm. They took off and were about three miles off Andros Island, which is Bahamas, basically. And all three men testify to seeing a weird cloud forming in front of them. They said it was like elliptical shaped and moving. Elliptical? Yeah, yeah. It's like imagine a cloud shaped UFO. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And moving very quickly. Okay. And they were like, that is some weird next level shit. So they tried to fly around it and keep it, I mean, as you would, but um, it engulfed the plane almost as if it was attracted to it. Mm -hmm. As it surrounded them, a, a tunnel formed in the cloud in front of them so they were like well we can't we, it's we're, we're just flying through it okay. so Bob's smiling you, know, you gotta wait man because this is fucking mad okay so now they're flying through a weird tunnel in a cloud okay. and, and behind them it's sort of sealed off so they imagine like a, a, a constantly moving tube porthole yeah you could say yeah and this is where it gets weird okay as if it's not weird enough anyway <laughs> yeah on the walls of the of this cloud tunnel that they can see from the inside of the, of the let uh, me guess there was clocks spinning around flying through it and well there were spiral patterns like like a gun barrel almost started right. to form and um, all of the three men inside said that they became weightless they okay. started to like literally like they're in space or some shit right okay and they saw weird lights on the sides of this cloud tunnel and yeah. their compass started to spin like a motherfucker which I mean that's the least he worries yeah, yeah a fucking weird cloud and yeah, you wait to be honest I wouldn't be looking at my compass at this point I'd yeah. be going I don't know what the fuck's happening I'm going to do a ship's log on the floor <laughs> yeah yeah little float man yeah and uh, obviously you may as well everything else is fucking mental just do it <laughs> yeah, just nuggets just about. what are you doing I'm, just, I'm dropping a log off why <laughs> may as well what do you think I'm doing <laughs> yeah, look yeah. at the situation <laughs> uh, all the radio communications went dead uh, I mean what, you'd expect that as well yeah and they reckon after about three minutes this spiral cloud tunnel job started to, to dissipate and they were able to radio into the control tower Andros at Andros Island yeah uh, which if you if you remember was only three miles away when this started yeah now, Andros told Bruce Gurnan that his plane wasn't on the radar screen. And they were like, you know, you're not there, mate. And he was like, what? And the tunnel at this point fully disappeared. But it wasn't like it disappeared and everything was normal. Because Bruce described seeing like a, a vast... It's weird. I, I right. don't really... I don't know how you can... Tell me how you interpret it. He said he, he saw a vast area of nothingness. He said it looked like fog, only everything could be seen, but there was nothing there. Sounds like he's describing what? infinity to me. Everything, everything could, could be seen, but there was nothing there. Yeah. So there was everything there. Is like that a big bang? Big bang. Yeah. Apparently nothing was there, and then suddenly and everything, everything was there. Well, not suddenly, but like it made everything. It's weird, isn't it? Maybe he was seeing the big bang. Maybe he was seeing something fucking weird because the clincher of this story that I suppose it kind of validates it comes from. Air traffic control at Miami, which, if you remember, was 160 kilometers away. Yeah. Miami Airport apparently picked up the plane on radar over Miami Beach, which was impossible because they flew into the cloud tunnel three miles off Andros Island. Okay, so it's kind of nowhere near it in a way. Well, he's freaked everybody out because yeah. that trip should have taken one hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. But somehow they'd managed to cover 160 kilometers in three minutes. 
which means for that three-minute period in that tunnel, they were flying at 3,000 kilometers an hour in a plane with a top speed of 300 kilometers an hour. Could, could there be like some sort of like crazy um, vortex thing which goes sideways and they've somehow... I don't know. I don't know. But when they landed at Miami, this is the bit that I thought, what? Apparently the fuel tank was almost full. Awesome. So whether you... Like, I, it, but to be honest, I'd try and harness that power and use that for flight everywhere. So, you know. How fucking mad is that? It's economical. And there's people there to, to testify to it, though. Economical. Yeah. Double <laughs> the speed or triple the speed or even more than that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Next level fast. Yeah, yeah, next level fast. Hardly using any petrol. It's perfect for the economy. You know what <laughs> I mean? Let's work this out, lads. The environment's not getting mashed. Yeah. Let's work this out. Let's get these fucking cloud things, vortex cloud things, <laughs> whatever they are. So I think in total, the flight time, including taxiing, taking off, you know, holding patterns of final approach in Miami I think, and, and landing, it was something like 35 minutes. Wicked. So they World <laughs> record? <laughs> World record? Have they got any Guinness Book of Records? <laughs> well, they should do, shouldn't yeah. they, really? There was another dude, um, I don't know what his, I think his name, all I could find was his, his na- the name Jensen, he was a pilot, and he, he had experience in electronic fog as well. Um, and he got lost in this weird cloud formation, about 150 foot above the ground over over Florida. So it's the same, sort of the same neck of the woods where most of these planes go missing. He, uh, his plane vanished off radar and air traffic control initially thought that he's probably just gone down because he said, I'm in a weird cloud and it's 150 <laughs> foot off. He's probably just smashed into the floor. I like it, I like it. He's probably just gone that fucking, it's all right. Well, yeah, yeah. But he radioed in 11 hours later, 600 miles away from where he dropped off the radar and he was flying a single engine aircraft which didn't have the fu- fuel capacity he didn't have the range for 600 miles so after picking him up again he uh, he radioed in and then promptly vanished off radar without a trace and right. he's never been found and they, they don't have any reason they don't they can't explain why he was but it's all on records and stuff and so they say but I'm googling it just the same as everybody else yeah, would yeah. you try right. and you try and deep in you know is there any nuggets and you can find in more information but you've got to do your own yeah. well yeah yeah <laughs> So say it's, it's, you know when people say I've got proof of ghosts and they put like these videos and it's <laughs> yeah. clearly like like fake. Yeah, it's a ghost there. It's yeah, of course, not, man. It's, it's a just a, a piece of dust flew past the screen. Avatar looks real. Yeah, exactly. It must be. Them fucking orbs, man. That people going about orbs. Are you sure that's just not a dusty room? Yeah, it's just a dusty room. It's, they've got the fucking lights on the camera and the dust flies across. That's what it does. We might be doing um, we um, it's a bit of a tangent here, but uh, Canuck Chase which is one of the UK's prime dogging locations. And everything else, apparently. And, yeah, and um, also one of the, the hotspots for paranormal We're activity. We're doing a dogging cast. <laughs> yeah, it's a hotspot for paranormal <laughs> activity and weird, like, shits, like werewolves and all that kind of brilliant, real stuff. That's only at the Rovermus. Yeah, like the black-eyed girl or something like that. So, yeah. Something weird like that. And John's been. going up there, we need to do a... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> an investigation, and we're gonna. I think we're gonna go up there. Yeah. When's that? September or something? Some point in September, yeah. So I think he's got his thing going, and we've got our thing going up there. Yeah, that's the plan, anyway. Apparently, it's re- it's like proper, you know, like well, um, he, he was telling me that there's like um actually um German graves there. Yeah, and there's burial ground. They've got like a proper area for them, and they've got like the actual graves, like just in the woods or something somewhere. Yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was we didn't mention it. I don't think we mentioned it on the on the uh, on the episode with the with the snipers, which is coming out in a few days. Keep your eyes peeled. But there was reportedly some sort of mad cryptid running around on the chase in two thousand six, two thousand seven. 
some sort of mad werewolf, humanoid man that was ripping apart deer and any other like, animal it could get its, ha- get its hands on. Yeah. Or hooves on or the cat beast of Canuck. Yeah, the cat beast of Canuck. And I was out there uh, mountain biking with um, Matt. But at, at that sort of time, can't mm-hmm. be sure, but it was around that. We found, well, we rode, rode past what looked like some sort of hollowed out rib cage. It must, it can only be. Could it be? Could it be? Could it be, yeah. <laughs> it must be aliens. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or the werewolf of Canuck or whatever it is. So I've got this next account here. Um, this is in 1971. It was it involves the U.S. military, and they had a, an account with a, an encounter with a, a UFO over the Bermuda Triangle. Mm-hmm. It was hovering over the USS John F. Kennedy. Now I've included this because I I don't know whether it's possible that they were witnessing some sort of bizarre weather phenomenon or the formation of electronic fog. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Someone listening can. Do the research and let us know. So this this account's pretty weird, man. There was five thousand people on the boat at the time, which is right. a fucking lot of people to go on a boat, isn't it? Five thousand people on a boat. Yeah, like, like a, are you talking like a cruise ship thing or no, what? Rubber dinghy, mate. <laughs> rubber dinghy. <laughs> these these pes- pesky people trying to get to other countries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, man. This um, they they noticed something was going on when. Because they've got like this was back in the nineteen seventies. They've got old school teletype machines that they used to send and receive messages. They started spewing out random garbled nonsense, and they were like, "What the fuck's going on with that?" Mm. Something's shit's whack, man. And then the radio communication went down. And they were like, mm, "That's that's got to be connected." There's two, you know, y- things that never happen are happening simultaneously. Yeah. Uh, the captain asked, apparently, he said, "Look, can someone go on deck? Is there anything on deck?" And somebody shouted down that there was something hovering above the ship. Okay. Uh, the encounter happened at 8.30 p.m. Um, at a time which is called No Horizon, apparently. And okay. this occurs in the morning and the evening when the sun is rising or setting. And it's called No Horizon because because of low light, it's in- almost impossible to, to see where the sea and the sky meet. Mm-hmm. And because of this, they were a- weren't able to get like accurate readings of, of size because they had no reference point. But they reckoned that it was a huge glowing sphere. Uh, if it was 100 foot away, they reckon it was somewhere between 200 to 300 foot in diameter. Okay, so tiny. So so uh, even <laughs> massive, at, yeah. uh, quite close, it's massive. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. So Which means and if it's further away, it's even bigger, mm. which is pretty cool, man. And it made no sound and it radiated what they said was diffuse, pulsing, yellow, orange colour. I don't know if, if electronic fog does that. I've got no idea. Someone get on the Google. Apparently, it remained in the sky for 20 minutes. Now, that, to me, means it probably isn't because that the, the fellas before said that this electronic fog cloud was moving rapidly. Yeah, yeah. But, but the thing is, it moved towards the aircraft in their instance. And this, because as so if it it's... aimed from, like, like it tried to aim from in a way. Attracted to the metal, potentially. Yeah. So this thing might be doing the same. I don't know. But it stayed for 20 minutes above the, um, the, the this boat. And the radar screens glowed the whole time. Apparently, like, the scope was, it's almost like the scope was reading complete blackout. Whatever this is, is horizon to horizon, which obviously it wasn't. Yeah. And the, and the boat's compasses started to malfunction. There was fighter jets on the deck, and they tried to get them up into the sky, but they wouldn't start. Okay. So some sort of mad in electrical interference. Are you having any of this so far, Rob? Mm. What are you hearing about that? I don't know. It's people, t- something, maybe maybe there is some sort of truth to things 
going weird with cloud, like some sort of misty electronic storm thing. But does it get interpreted differently each time? Does it? I've no idea. Like for instance, Brucey, I've got his name here. <laughs> I've got him written down. Um, he he, you know, his story might be over exaggerated. He probably saw this weird thing and thought he was in it. But he was picked up on radar 160 kilometres further down the road than he should have been in yeah. a matter of minutes. You know, I don't know. But I I just don't I don't think it has to do with the cloud. It's probably, I don't know. Well, I, do, I mean, I don't know what it would be, but... I say that with confidence, but obviously I've, I don't know that to be sure, but that's only what I read on... Everybody knows the internet's real. There's no, there's no fucking obviously, fake shit on that. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. I don't know, man. I think, yeah, I, I think... They're probably all seeing the same thing. It's probably some sort of weather phenomenon. Do 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 do. But um, is you know, but they interpret it differently, and it might be attracted to them, like you say, because of the iron hides and all that kind of crap, whatever you want to call <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. But like you know, it, 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 I don't think it made them see everything and nothing at the same time. I think that might have been them shitting themselves, thinking they're dying, and then suddenly they their brain just goes what about this and that back in time forward in time like their life you know what I mean in the past and the future because oh, yeah, they're yeah, thinking yeah. they're about to die I don't know apparently one guy on this boat did lose his shit properly and started freaking out screaming it's the end of the world and that he could see God and he had to be sedated Why? what's wrong with these people who think they can see God like as, as soon as something bad's about to happen yes, I, I it's not I a mean. good thing I'd be like why are you doing this God <laughs> yeah do you know what I mean I'd be like you're trying to end the world. What, what have I done? Like um, I've followed you all this time, and then you're just gonna like brutally murder me in some mental like like storm or like stampede of like dogs or something. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't the cat that one we did on the um, the Cash Landrum UFO where they thought that it was it Betty Cash and she thought that the it was Jesus. Yeah, apparently she thought it was Jesus, and that was a fucking glowing object as well. Yeah, big glowing object, and that's not Jesus. Tell me. If, since his death, has, has he like kept himself up with death? I'm saying that with my fingers. He didn't die; he was resurrected. Yeah, right? yeah. As it, he's been working hard on his science, and <laughs> he only had sandals before and and, and a jacket, didn't he? Yeah, now he's got a nuclear power. Now he's, yeah, yeah, now he's flying a nuclear power new UFO, which is about to cause carnage. Apparently, <laughs> there's evidence of around him everywhere. You can see his face in toast some days. Yeah, apparently so. Yeah, he's he's in toast. You know, people find him on a stone. You yeah, know what like I mean? a shit smear down the toilet. Look, yeah, there's yeah. a face look, of Christ. Look, 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 it's Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. He's, he's reincarnated into a shit in the back of the bug. We should do an episode on the Turing Shroud. You know, that the, the, the um, which is apparently that cloth that was draped over the body of Christ. Oh, and they, they did tests and they realised it wasn't. They went, oh, it is though. Isn't it funny how they said, no, you can't test it. And they're yeah. like, why? If that's if that's Jesus, I mean, let's... let's you know, if it's too, yeah, it was like six, like made in 1972. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still got made in China on it. Yeah, it's just some, like, death route from a from a dude in World War Two. There's 100% polyester <laughs> on the back of it. Do not wash. Yeah. Do not wash under 30 degree heat. You know, they had washing machines, okay? They did. <laughs> There's another conspiracy that, that the Vatican are trying to hide, and that is the washing machine. It's Jesus. He can do anything, he mate. Can. He can, he can, he he can, can deliberately throw curveballs well, at us. If he can die and also come up with a nuclear-powered um, you know, spacecraft, I'm pretty sure he can make a, a you know, washing machine in between all that. It's got blood on it, hasn't it? Literally the blood of supposedly... Apparently Christ, yeah. But let's, yeah, why don't they get it and clone him? Why don't they just? Uh, did they have the test? We're talking really out of school because we don't really know a lot about. It. That's definitely an episode. Yeah, but that's, isn't that's it? like it's like me saying though. It's like in the Vatican, isn't it? It's like me grabbing a jacket and saying, "Freaking Jimi Hendrix wore this," <laughs> basically. And you go, "Really?" You go, "Yeah." yeah it's got can I, can I, can I just um, can I just look at it to say, "No, no, he did wear it though." 
True. Yeah. Look, all these people believe that there's billions of people believe how, how that was Hendrix's jacket. Pro- how can you prove can't it? Test it? How can you prove it? Because there's blood on it. Yeah, it looks vaguely that could be similar. Yours. To a, it looks vaguely <laughs> yeah. similar to a drawing of Jimi Hendrix in yeah. a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wearing that jacket. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's, that's the tr- that's the truth of it all. That's what <laughs> I think. We've got to do one on the trial, man. Flight nineteen. This Flight is 19. one of the most. I think this is probably the, the most famous disappearance in uh, in the in Bermuda Triangle folklore. Okay. And it was a Flight nineteen was a code name for five Avenger bombers that took off from a naval base in Fort Lauderdale in Florida on the 5th of December, 1945. So at this point, it's not even called the Bermuda Triangle. No. It's just the sea at this point. Yeah, <laughs> just over the sea. It's just the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if we can, we can ascribe it to Bermuda Triangle because it hadn't been officially formed. It hadn't, you know what I mean? It hadn't been like a committee to, to, to arrange it. Yeah, well, yeah, do you reckon, when did that come out? Do you reckon they did sit around? Do you reckon all governments sat around and went, right, today's agenda... We're going to ignore <laughs> the famine, and we're going to talk about um, what do we call this area where a couple of planes have gone missing and boats, which is happening everywhere else in the world. Should we call it the Bermuda Triangle, shall we? Yeah, Sign, let's do that. Do it. Stuff the people who are starving. Well, it's it's a cra- apparently this they didn't even at the time this wasn't classed as weird. Mm-hmm. It was just an incident in the area, and then. When the the name Bermuda Triangle, and then like everybody started going, right, well, what's happened here in the past that we could? That's weird. Well, there's going to be weird shit going. It's the people are going to get lost, and this got put into that category. Okay, madness. So um, yeah, it was five aircraft, all of them completely lost and never found. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Fourteen people in in these planes, all gone, and they were they were proper military planes, okay. well serviced, workhorse, very reliable and trustworthy aircraft, and the squadron was led by Commander Charles Taylor. And the plan was to take off at 10 past two in the afternoon, mm. fly east over the ocean from Florida for 120 miles, do a, dom- a dummy bombing run, and then fly north 70 miles, and then fly back 120 miles to the base. So it's like they flew a triangle, basically. Um, it's good training, piece of piss. Go that way, that way, that way. So is this is this where the name come up then, basically? This triangle thing that from this? I, I don't know. No, it's not from this. Right, but okay. It, but, uh, it, when it, you know, it can be if you want it to be, because yeah. there's a lot of things in there which can be whatever you want them to be. Okay. So apparently this, they got to the dummy bombing room, which was the first. They flew east, did the dummy, dummy bombing room. That's fine. And then about 3.30 in the afternoon, it's about an hour and 20 minutes after takeoff, Commander Taylor sent a message to the control tower saying, shit's fucked. My compass is malfunctioning, and I think we're somewhere near the Florida Keys. Yeah, I can see everything and nothing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a bit of this coming there. It's, it sounds like, um, when you know, that sounds when they say things like that, it sounds like, you know, um, these aftershave adverts. I can see everything, but nothing. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gillette. Where? There. <laughs> Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Here. There. Space. <laughs> Dead. Alive. Bermuda. Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery. Odor toilet. Mystery by men. <laughs> <laughs> so the Florida Keys are yeah. a group of islands south of Florida. Yeah. And he was like, that's not right, because we're supposed to be flying east, not south. And it, uh, he thought they'd actually flown southward due to this... Maybe mouth. they got the compass upside down. <laughs> 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 yeah. would that be funny if it worked like that? He just had a fridge magnet in his pocket, <laughs> fucking whole thing. Uh, yeah, picked yeah. a fridge magnet up, magnet up from the airport departure lounge. Stuck it on the back of the uh, compass. So he f- <laughs> so he's end- he's, he's actually f- he hadn't flown where he thought he was flying. He's, yeah. he's flying at east over the ocean. And he said, I'm, I'm over land, but my compass is broken. I'm sure 
I'm I'm in the Keys, but I don't know how far south I am. Mm-hmm. So the tower then radioed in. If you're sure you're over the Florida Keys, turn around and head due north. You'll pass over Miami. Then you can get your bearings and return to base. Mm-hmm. It's no drama. I mean, it's concerning, but if you're over land, definitely head north. Yeah, yeah. Regroup. You've got loads of fuel. You're fine. Yeah, Shit's all right, man. Take your time. Just yeah. There's there's a few mines on the in the in the aircraft. There's five. There's five aircraft. Fourteen dudes. Yeah, fourteen mines. Fourteen brains I working. Meant in. like like mines. I was like that, that's going to freak him out. We've, like, we've we've um, we've we've set some traps on there. There's a few mines on the plane, so don't walk around. <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? There's a fourteen. There's yeah, fourteen yeah. men that can fly planes here. Yeah. Between you, you'll sort this out. So that's what he did. But except he wasn't over the Florida Keys. He'd flown east over the ocean, and um, you know, turning north which he was instructed to do, just led the aircraft further out to sea up the east coast of Florida. Nice. So he's okay. going totally, he's fucked, basically. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know what's going on. Just over half an hour later at 3.45, Commander Taylor Taylor radioed in saying, um, cannot see land, we seem to be off course. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, you fucking are now, mate. You should be over land. What did they say? Well, Stop being a dumb fucker and well, get back on track. Well, one of the, At this point, one of his students, you can hear him over the radio saying, look, if we just fly west... We'll get home. He's, he means if we just fucking fly rest, we're going to hit land. Yeah, yeah. We'll be just better stick to, to one be direction. over land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was right. They would have done. But apparently, um, Commander Taylor was a stubborn fucker because he was in charge. And he didn't want to. It's like he didn't want to admit defeat. And he thought, ah, okay, we've made a wrong turn. So we killed everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yes. Well, that's, you know, he, that's unbelievable. Because it, it, no matter how stubborn you are, you go, right, everyone's going to die. I think the sensible thing is to go, look, yeah, I fucked up here, lads. Uh, yeah. Let's go west. <laughs> I'm d- yeah, I'll do yeah. that work if I'm like, if I'm get, if I'd I don't have tied know what I'm him doing, up. I'm like, anybody else have a fucking clue? I'm like, yeah, I would have tied him up. I would have got everyone to jump on him and tie him up <laughs> and go, come on, we, we, we're in control now. This fella doesn't know what's going on. He was a bit of a loose cannon. Apparently, he turned up to the training mission hungover. He didn't have his watch with him, his wristwatch, which is, is, I think that's probably what fucked him up, actually, because they were flying, other than the bombing run, they were doing what's called a, a dead reckoning training mm. flight, um, and knowing the exact time that you take off is, is I reckon, vital. I reckon they are dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, time, direction, speed, and heading, they're all cr- cross-reference, which yeah. will give you a location, because there's no GPS. You know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get any of them figures wrong. If you record them wrong or you haven't got your watch with you, so you don't know what time you took off properly, yeah. you're going to be in trouble. So it's like uh, it's like this. So if you t- if you took off from point A at nine o'clock in the morning, yeah. and then you flew due east at 300 miles an hour for one hour, yeah. you're there. Yeah, okay. That's where you are. Yeah, Th- yeah, there's yeah. no question. You're, you're there on the map. If you're... If you're putting into the equation the correct numbers, but if you don't have your watch with you, it was like, I think it was nine-ish. It was quarter past nine. Yeah, yeah. You you're miles away. Yeah, you've yeah. overshot it. That was ten minutes ago. Was it though? Or was it more like twenty-five minutes ago? Dun, dun, and you've dun. overshot everything. Yeah, oh, by a long it. shot. Yeah. And he's just burping because he's fucking full of whiskey still. Yeah, he's still. And I've got a bacon sandwich. Fucking really need one. It's like Jack flying the mission. Oh, I'm sweating my bollocks off up here. How long? How long have we been flying for? Six minutes. <laughs> sorry, lads. Sorry, I need to be sick. He'd also got a reputation for being a bit careless. He'd got lost twice. No, no shit. Three times, actually, whilst flying in World War Two, and he had to ditch his plane into the ocean twice. Sorry, I would I would have definitely turned him over. If, if he'd come out of that, he'd been lost three times. But he's already lo- he's lost. Let's do him. It's not looking good, You'd turn it? him over, wouldn't you? You'd have to. And to make matters Otherwise, everyone dies. Yeah, exactly. The serious fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, initially, if you've you got may, like, you may go, oh, look, mate, I do like you, but we're gonna have to do you over because we need to live. You uh, know? Yeah. I mean, if, <laughs> yeah, I suppose yeah. if you got lost with three quarters of a tank of fuel, yeah, 
and you'd be like, mm, all right, well, we got we got a bit of range left in us here. Yeah, you we, find your bearings. We are overland. Um, if the, we, si- the simple option to find your bearings is to go west, you do that and you go, okay, we've hit land, let's figure out where we are and then either say, well, look, we need to stop here or, you know, we'll get back to w- on track, surely. He's also unfamiliar with the um, the layout of the land in, the, in uh, South Florida. Uh, and the control tower eventually lost faith with him, and they said, "Look, mate, you've got to fucking hand command over to one of your students. Just yeah. fucking let someone else have a go, you donut." And he didn't. He refused, and he just led them further away whilst burning more precious fuel. And one of the aircraft piloted by a student apparently broke out of formation and was like, "See ya, I'm out of here." Because Don't blame him. You're fucking. I'm just gonna go where I think I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah. And the rest stuck with him, and because I at this point that shit's fucked. Yeah, yeah, well, you've got a geezer who doesn't have a clue what fucking Florida looks like or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so knowing they were going to ditch in into the sea, Commander Taylor, because you could hear him on the radio, he said, all planes close up tight, we're going to have to ditch unless landfall. So we can't see land, we're going down. He said, when the first plane drops below 10 gallons of fuel, we all go down together. So it's better chances of... I mean, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's where... You, that's what? Where that's where your you R starts to drop out more. And you go, oh, this shit's getting real, man. Jesus, yeah, we're g- what? We're going to ditch in the sea. Uh, apparently, the last communication with Flight 19 was at um, just after five past seven in the evening. So they're flying for n- nearly six hours at this point. And the, the uh, communication went as follows. He said, everything is wrong. Even the ocean doesn't look as it should. Don't come after me. They look like, and then it went dead. They look like fucking aliens, mate. They look like fucking grey aliens. Everything looks different. Mm. They look like <laughs> boom, and that's I suppose this is that's that last transmission. I can't. I couldn't find out whether that was a true transmission. Yeah, whether that's uh, is that real? Because it, you, you can't fucking tell, man. Yeah, because even if it was, that's probably be. Something the military might not put out, so it might be classified. So they might go, but it doesn't matter. It's classified that one, mm, possibly. But possibly. but I'd just say they've drank a lot of whiskey and they <laughs> yeah. don't know what's going on. He's pissed and goes watch. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't know what's going on. He's, he's still drunk. He's puked on his compass. Nothing looks the same because there's sick everywhere. <laughs> Things it's shit. You can't see cab. the buttons because there's like like bits of like apple chunks or like <laughs> yeah. chip chunks or like fucking kebab chunks between stuff. And he's going oh, <laughs> slipping around, falling over like a like a wet kipper. <laughs> so apparently there was a, obviously there was a massive search. Over, yeah, yeah. Th- over three hundred boats and planes were were dispatched immediately. One of the search planes, which was a big ass sky boat, you know, the things that land in the ocean. Yeah, Appa- yeah. Apparently that went missing without a trace. Which it just dropped off radar, which also lends to the mystery of you know Flight 91. Even the rescue plane, the search plane went down. Well, yeah, man, it's dangerous. It's 1940 fucking five. Yeah, and nobody knows where they are still to this day. Apparently, probably like chilling in the Caribbean. Going fucking hell, go away that one. Yeah, could have just dodged it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, insurance yeah, yeah. claim. Yeah, yeah. Like, you mean insurance claim? You were yeah, at the yeah. bar the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we just do this, I say what if we get um someone to sound scared and say. They look like, nothing looks the same. They look like, and leave it as that, and just, just turn it off. It. And then we just have a big party on the beach somewhere. But there's loads of, there's loads of, I mean, I'll briefly go for this this other one here. This is the the, um, the USS Cyclops, which went down on the 4th of March, 1918. The Clops. The Clops, yeah. Disappeared. Largest loss of life in, um, in US naval history outside of combat. 309 dudes vanished. 
after leaving Barbados. Gone. Just fucking gone. No right, wreckage, okay. no oil slick, zero. So a lot of people gone. And I, I suppose, like, you can't... With that amount of lives, you, you, you can't... It's hard to understand how they can just disappear, but, man, you fucking can. Well, it's well, it's hard to understand if you've got the communication stuff, but, I mean, you can... Uh, I'm putting this down to back to murder again, as I do. <laughs> but you could murder someone, bury someone in a park near you. Because <laughs> our park near us is pretty big. Yeah, and it probably won't get found. Yeah, it's a good point. So you got that in a billion miles or whatever it is, 150 million miles of ocean The Atlantic, squared. just call it the Atlantic yeah, Ocean. Yeah, yeah, exactly, which is also very deep, it's by the way. It's a massive area. <laughs> yeah, so it, I, I, I imagine people can go missing quite regularly. I, I imagine that's a, probably a good way of murder, actually. Just drive, take them to, like you say, Bermuda Triangle and just just put a few fucking concrete boots on and chuck them in. We've done too many murders. Rob's like trying to kill people now. He's like, if we do this, I've got good plans. <laughs> I think what really... Let's go tits up, I know what to do. I think what really aids in uh, this one is there was no distress calls. It just, whatever happened was was mad destructive and happened quickly. To make a ship vanish that fast, mm. it must have been mad. I wonder what could have happened. Well, if you look into it, as well as, as carrying more than... Uh, carrying the crew, there was ten thousand tons of manganese ore, which is um, was used in metal, basically some sort of like okay. use it to put it in steel. Right. Okay. Just like to, to like, I like don't some know, alloy ingredients mix it together. And, yeah, yeah. Makes it stick to it. Makes it hard. Other metals, like, other yeah. things, or something. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Um, it's flammable and explosive. Oh. <laughs> and to make matters worse, one of the two engines on the boat. Was fa- hadn't wasn't working. That was in the ship's log, so we knew that before they even left the harbour. I believe they knew that it was one of the. <laughs> oh, so it was like a mini nuclear bomb, basically. <laughs> and um, the boat was sitting very low in the water because of the amount of weight they were. So they got one engine. They're tr- they're in the ocean. They're carrying ten thousand tons of met well, anything. Well, explosive. You may as well call it. So it's, it's entirely possible that this this ship just sank due to its own weight, or there was some mad catastrophic explosion with the, uh, that, the, the that cargo. That would explain like instant loss of communication, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. If it just went boom and blew well, up everything in about a min- nanosecond. I'm not sure if it's instant because this is 19. I'm not sure if it's instant loss. It's not like think, gone. I just think back then they have to radio in or whatever they do. Signals and send, like send a pigeon and there was send, no yeah. pigeon coming over yeah, for yeah. an hour. Oh, where are they gone? Yeah, yeah. Smoke signal. <laughs> yeah. There's, like I say, the other, the um, we said at the beginning, you had there was two places where the compass variation, like the uh, true north and magnetic north, align, which mm-hmm. fucks people up. The other area is called the Devil's Sea or the Dragon's Triangle, mm-hmm. uh, and that's located in the Pacific Ocean, south of Tokyo, and okay. it's, uh, it's sometimes called the Pacific Bermuda Triangle, which is just a fucking wank name. Yeah, it's terrible. And and it's very similar. It's terrible. Very, I mean, <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. Get original. Just come think of just think of a name. Call it the the Fuzz Wild Fuzz Wild Triangle or something. <laughs> Anything or, or square. Just change it a bit. I think square is better because it's there's four there's four areas of disaster in my mind. It's not not just a triangle where disaster happens. It can be in a square. I'd call it the uh, the Pacific Dodecahedron. I'd That's much better. I'd call it the, <laughs> the rhombus of the Pacific. The murder circle of the Earth. Pacific rhombus. Murder circle of of Japan. Well, maybe not Japan, because it's not Japan's land. Well, it's not far away from it. Uh, but, um, again, hundreds of ships have vanished 
throughout the uh, for the for hundreds of years, thousands of years, like massive tropical. There's a, a lot of things that sort of fall in huge tropical like typhoons originate tsunamis. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nuclear disasters. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not going to go into into any cases because they're all very similar to the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, but yeah. have a look for yourself. You'll you'll see what I mean. But I will mention that the um, the grandson of of Genghis Khan. I forgot to write his name. Genghis Khan Jr. We'll go, we'll with, go with Well, it's a matter, isn't it? Like, everyone related to him, apparently. It's like one in, like, fucking 200 people. It's That's basically magic, it? part of... He was whoring himself he out big time. He liked pussy. He, the man didn't stop, did he? Doesn't the Bermuda Triangle sound like the way uh, a lady would shave her pubic thatch? You go from the Brazilian. It sounds like a manoeuvre. I'm, I'm growing the Brazilian out. What are you going for? I'm going for the uh, Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> yeah, it's, it sounds like a move to me. Oh, what? she's going for the Bermuda Triangle on me. <laughs> what do you mean a move like a... Like a sex move. <laughs> I don't know how it'd work. The Bermuda Triangle would be like um, like a, some sort of like grappling, like, you know, where you see like people get in like... like strangling to death. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? She died. And, you, and if you don't shave your vagina it, with the Bermuda Triangle in mind, if you've got the Brazilian, it's called the Brazilian Triangle. Well, yeah, that's a good point. So... Maybe that's what you should be just called. If you do the triangle, it's just called Banu. <laughs> I can't even say it. Bermuda. Bermuda. <laughs> so Genghis Khan's grandson, we'll call him Gary Khan. Gary Khan, because he's going to die and he's obviously a, a uh, arsehole. Could call him Amir Khan. Yeah. But, but Gary Khan's better. Yeah. He tried to take over Japan by sea in 1274. Of course he did. He can't help himself. It's in the <laughs> genes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take it over. I need to fucking spread my seed. Yeah. yeah. I need... I need I need to take everything and, and rape everything. So we had a crack at t- in 12, uh, 1274 and again, because that obviously failed, in um, in 1281. And he never succeeded, never quite got there. And he lost yeah. 40,000 crew members as well as a shitload of boats, which is a fuckload of people, man. Yeah. So what are you saying about the Muda Triangle? You having it? Or is it's it just the same as any other place, isn't it, on the sea? It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's like, um, I, I reckon what it is... It's like one, you know, like you have a dodgy road where where people, you know, where people crash a lot, and they go, "Oh, it's a bit of a hot spot for crashing." It's basically that. Yeah, that's what it is. It's, it might not be as bad as anywhere else, but there's, it's like, yeah, it's a dodgy bend there. You know, you got to be really careful when you pull out there because they go like eighty mile an hour yeah. around there, and you'll end up dead. Yeah, it's, it's like um, it's someone like a, someone lost like somebody down the pub lost a mate there, and then they start talking about it, and then oh, did you see the ghost at the side of the road where where Gary went? Yeah. And then next thing you know, you got you got yourself a fucking local legend, yeah. and then it just spread yeah. with the help of the internet. That's right, yeah. I reckon it's just a dodgy area. It's probably near Prince Philip somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a social media winner this week for do, do. sharing on Facebook, which you've all got to do. And lift your privacy settings or DM us, because we won't know otherwise. Yes. So the winner of this amazing piece of art that Rob is constructing is um, Johnny Wright. It's fucking awesome, this piece of art, by the way. It is a brilliant one. Yeah, it's it's um I've I've got to be honest. I think last week's one was the prize. Yeah, Tamara, t- she hasn't contacted us yet. <gasps> the fuck, girl, come on. You need to yeah. Honestly, it's it's I haven't put a picture on it. I was gonna put a picture of it on, but like obviously they already know. She, she needs to get in contact with she us. Otherwise, it. it might have to roll over. Maybe that's what we'll do. I'll no one contact contacts us in the week. You get two pieces of art Ooh, from the previous week. Yeah, maybe. maybe. We'll figure it out. Well, 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 yeah, maybe we'll. Maybe. Probably I'll just, not. I'll just give her a nudge and go, Oi, Bab. Give you your address. One prize, yeah. 
Give us your address and send Rob. That doesn't the sound wrong around. at all. <laughs> that doesn't sound. <laughs> yeah. I don't like contacting people saying, "Where do you live?" No, yeah, don't. I wouldn't because you, you, it's like dodgy, isn't it? it sounds yeah. dodgy. Yeah, you got to reach out to her. So I can't ask you for your address because that's just a bit weird. So that's the Bermuda Triangle. Gary Khan, by the way, has curly <laughs> ginger hair. Yeah, really like authentic uh, Mongolian look there. Isn't yeah, it? it's got a, um, it's got a really cool like like mustachy beard thing going on. How many people do you have to have sex with? So like one in ten or one in twenty of the population of the Earth are related to you. Thousands of years, like a thousand years later or eight hundred years later. That's a lot of poon. <laughs> it's like um, it's like rats, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but it is. I, I don't mean that in a in a like ooh the rats. What I mean is. You spread your seed once, it gets spread again and again, and then probably two or three times, and then it gets spread between those two or three times, and then soon it will just be a world full of Garys. So I, t- I tell you what, that's another one, Genghis Khan. Yeah. So we've got the Turin Shroud and Genghis Khan. There we go, man, you see. Yeah, I, f- I think um, well, he's got curly legs. Well, why not? Spaghetti. It's Genghis Khan. Spaghetti-legged. It's a good name for a band, Spaghetti Legs. And look at the size of his tallywhacker that you've just drawn. I've had to do that because obviously he he liked going around and doing what he liked to do, didn't he? How how right? How lucky do you have to be to to populate like to, to spread your seed that much and not have some form of STD or at least die from? He he probably did, but he just was just hard as nails and fuck, fuck it, just didn't care. Just probably poured whiskey on he it. He probably and died when he was twenty. When did he die? Probably like twenty five or something. Probably <laughs> yeah. He probably done it. But he was fourteen or something. Yeah. Died. <laughs> what a savage bastard. So yeah. there we go. Let's wrap up at that and we can have some more drinks. Yeah. A few more beers and talking about Bermuda Triangle. Which is just weird. So hit us it's up weird, on. but it's not weird. It's not weird at all. It's just a really bad traffic road. That's it's how I see it. Yeah, it's a road that changes direction. Got, basically, whoever designed it did a really bad job. Of it. It's a road that changes direction. Yeah. You don't know. Imagine yeah. you're driving home now and you have no idea what if you go down the. Say you took the route home and it's, then it's it, a you road with no signs. <laughs> That's what it is. There's about four or five different ways. And there's the road of no signs. It's like something from the labyrinth. It changes direction all the time. Yeah. Like, tr- like the holes will appear, roads turn, and you, know, you'll end up fucking in Scotland, even yeah. though you've gone down the same road. You go down one road, it's got like a like a weird storm thing, and you go down the other one, there's some weird alien thing, apparently. The other one, you can see everything and nothing at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if you want to contact us, you know all our details, just go on to Google, type us in, it'll come up with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All that crap. Sorry, I was trying to burp at the same time. Then. Um, if you want to buy stickers, please do. eBay, it's on the main page of our Facebook. Just click buy button. I think it works. Yeah, it I does. don't know. I must have. Fuck knows. If not, people tell me. Um, um, yeah, well done to the lucky... Johnny comp- Wright. Competition. Johnny winner. Wright, you're not wrong. Johnny Wright, he did the right thing. Yeah, he did, man. Uh, he shared and won. Um, yeah. See there you we next go. week, you slags. Have a good one, everyone. <laughs>